How long is too long? Ladies, if you're in a committed relationship, how long do you wait for the ring? Fellas, have you ever been in a relationship where a woman has given you an ultimatum? Either ask me to marry you or we're over. What do you say? What do you do? What if I told you I've been waiting 14 years? Jack that comes out around the holidays, which is perfect because it is a Tennessee spiked cider, an apple cider liqueur and Jack Daniels mixed together. It is perfect for the holiday season, get you in the mood, feeling all jolly and shit. <laughs> put this in a mug. You can put a little peppermint in it like you would do your apple cider. It's perfect for a little after dinner sip with the family or during the holidays. Um, it's really good. It's, if you like apple cider or spiked cider, um, then this is the Jack for you. All right. Jack Daniels, Winter Jack, Tennessee Cider. And as always, let's get into it. to talk about our topic this evening just because it hit so close to home. I also got a chance to discuss this topic today with a room full of ladies at a natural fair salon. Hey ladies. Um, and it gave me some much needed perspective and insight on how women out here really in this dating world um, think about marriage and proposal and how time plays a factor in their relationships. So let's just jump directly into the topic, okay? So how long is too long? I specifically asked this question to a group of ladies in the salon. How long is too long, ladies, to wait on being engaged? Is there a set amount of time that you feel like you should be engaged by X amount of time into a relationship? Now, I've asked this question to several people over several years, and oddly enough, I always get the same round two years answer. That seems to be, I would say 90% of the time, I get the answer two years, which I found very, very interesting, right? Today, I asked the question, and the first timeline that came out of someone's mouth was six months. I must say that that's the first time that I heard six months. <laughs> Six months, two years, 
And then another one said that they don't know, they don't put a time on it when it feels right. Okay. So my question to you out there in podcast land, how long is too long when waiting to get married? Now, this might seem like a trivial question, but I have found that when you ask this question, so much comes along with it. We get to dive into so many other facets of relationships and societal pressures and expectations and unsaid rules and regulations that I don't know who the fuck made up, right? So (laughs) two years, let's get into that. So most people say two years. And they say two years because it gives you enough time to get to know each other. And a man should know that they want you to be their wife within six months or within the first year. So by two years, they should have proposed to you, you should be married. Um, And if not, then I guess that person doesn't love you or you shouldn't be in a relationship with that person. You should give them an ultimatum. And if they choose not to get married, then you should leave them. There is a story going around um, with Cassie. There's a story going around with another young man um, saying, basically, don't let your boyfriend keep you from your husband. So what does that mean exactly? I asked that question. What does it mean, don't let your boyfriend keep you from your husband? And someone said to me that that means don't let the person that you're dating stop you from getting married. In fact, that you could be dating someone for several years and never get married. Leave that person, find someone else. You can get proposed to and married within six months, and that's better somehow. Now, we're going to dive into what Leah thinks. I'm just giving you information as I received it. My question to them is always, okay, so time dictates what you do in your relationship. So if a certain amount of time has passed, no matter how your relationship is going, if that certain time comes, then you're definitely going to leave that person if they do not propose to you. Nine out of 10 women will always say yes. And I probably was one of those women years ago, but we'll get on me later. My next question is, why? Right? If we sit down and think about it and say things out loud, because it's been two years, now we're supposed to get married, but why? And before we get to the why, let's start at the beginning of the relationship. If you're dating, right, do you let the person know that this is what you expect? Do you sit down and have a conversation when you decide that you want to be monogamous and you decide that, okay, me and you are going to be boyfriend, girlfriend, we're going to be in a serious relationship. Do you sit down and say, hey, let's put together a timeline now. If by year two, you have not proposed to me, then we're not going to be together. Do you have that conversation? And when I ask a lot of women that out loud and say, hey, did you have this specific conversation with the person that you're with so they know 
They say, no, I don't feel like I should tell them that. Um, They should just know. So now men are psychic and shit. We can't get them to put the toilet seat down, but they supposed to know (laughs) what we got going on in our minds, right? But that's common. Okay. So if you don't have this conversation in the beginning of your relationship, how does one know that there's a timeline on your relationship? Then my question is, is the time more important than the relationship itself? Listen, think about that, shall we? If you are like me, you're tired of sitting in the house being cooped up all day and not having any real fun during this pandemic. Well, if you are in the Memphis and surrounding areas, I'm telling you, you need to head over to the Comedy Junt. Yes, the Comedy Junt on American Way. Get ready to laugh your ass off. You have comics that you might not have heard of, but that you definitely should know. You can book online, even order your food ahead of time, and yes, social distancing is strictly enforced, okay? So head on over to the Comedy Junk, get your laugh on, 4330 American Way. Shows are every weekend, open mics on Mondays. Head over to thecomedyjunt.com. So if I'm in a relationship with a man and everything is going well, he treats me well, we have great conversation, we have open communication, there's absolutely nothing wrong except for the time. Two years comes up and he has not proposed to me. I'm going to leave him to start this process all over again. When I ask the ladies this, so is it worth leaving a happy home to go look for someone to be your husband. You're going to leave a good man, a good relationship, just because that person hasn't made you their wife. Now, this is not me judging. This is me just asking a question because I just need some answers here, right? I think a lot of time we allow society and other people to dictate our relationships, We get caught up in, it didn't take Becky and George two years to get married. So why is it taking you that long to propose to me? We get caught up in what everybody else thinks, what someone else might say about our relationship. We might be embarrassed, right? So we put these expectations and these unnecessary burdens on our relationships. So let's just explore this a little bit more, right? So if a man does not propose to you within an imaginary amount of time that they have, you're going to leave. Which leads me to my next question. Do you date just to date anymore? I often hear women, men too, say that they date with purpose, that they're too old to be out here playing right? That's what you hear a lot of. There's a lot of criticism out here right now. Let's just say Lori Harvey, for instance, is getting a lot of criticism about being 20-something and dating a whole bunch of different dudes. They're calling her pass around a hoe or whatever the case may be. I find that interesting because I want to know who is in a bedroom knowing what she's doing with everybody that she's dating with. But that's neither here nor there. 
when did it not become okay to just date for the sake of dating? Seeing what's out there, seeing what you like, seeing what's available, learning other people's behavior. Because if you don't know what you like and you're stuck in a relationship with someone trying to figure that out for a year and you're monogamous just because you don't think that you're supposed to date, you done wasted a whole lot of damn time for no reason. But we're going to talk about that in another one, right? But let's get into dating. Most people say that they date with a purpose. They date with the end goal in mind of being married. So at what point do you have this conversation with someone that you're, quote, dating? I asked this relationship or this question in the salon, and honestly, it amazed me about the answers that I received because the ladies in the salon couldn't even agree on what dating was right? So everyone has a different definition of what's dating. Some people say dating is the amount of time from when you first met that you're getting to know a person and deciding if you want to be in a relationship with that person. So it's the time that you're getting to know a person. Another young lady said that dating for her is actually being in a relationship and being monogamous to that person or with that person. That's dating for them. So if we have these different theories and different thoughts about what dating actually is, Imagine all the theories and ideas that people have about the time and how that relates to getting married or getting engaged. I also ask the question, if you're dating with a purpose, what does that look like exactly? Do you have the conversation, hey, we're going to get married at X, Y, Z in time? And until that happens, I'm going to do A, B, C, and D. One woman told me that while she's dating, she refuses to do wife things. I asked, what is wife things? Because I just, you know, want to know. No judgment, just asking a question. Because that can mean different things to different people. She said that she's not going to be out here cooking for you. She's not going to be cleaning. She's not going to be taking care of you. You know, doing wifely things without that person actually being their husband. When she said that, a young lady says, so you don't want to do things to take care of the person that you're with or that you love just because you love that person and you want to take care of them? And she said, yes, but to an extent. I'm not going to basically give you the milk for free, right? You know that old saying, don't be the cow giving away the milk for free. They'll never buy the cow, right? To me, that statement is so antiquated, but we'll talk about that later as well. I want to dive into this notion of not doing wifely things if you're the girlfriend. I've seen that a lot and people say, yeah, I'm not going to be your wife or do wife things and I'm just a girlfriend. So I asked this question. I said, okay, if you're not going to do wife things because you're just a girlfriend, do you expect the man to do husband things in the relationship? Is what is good for the goose good for the gander? Meaning what you do and say, is that also what you expect out of the man that you're dating? So if you're not going to cook, you're not going to clean, you're going to limit 
how you take care of or what you do for the person that you're in love with, do you expect the man to do the same thing? And they honestly looked at me like I had lost my mind. <laughs> and that's perfectly fine because that's the whole idea. I want people to think and open up and have open communication and like just be open to the idea that other things, other opinions are out here and maybe I can revisit or stay, stand firm in what I believe, right? So if I'm not going to do wifely things, do I expect husband things out of the man that I'm with? And they said, well, no, I don't expect husband things. I said, well, what do you expect your man to do? Well, if I need gas, they're going to pump my gas. If I get stranded somewhere to come pick me up. If my grass needs to be cut, you know, cut my grass. If my garbage needs to be taken out, you know, cut, um, take my garbage out. If my son needs a haircut, take him to go get his haircut. Um, open the door for me. Pay for dinner and things like that. So I said, okay, so if that's not husband things, what is that? That's being a gentleman. Okay, what's the opposite of being a gentleman? So if a man is being a gentleman and doing these things because he's a gentleman, what do the women do that's not wifely duties, but they do in a relationship because they're what? And they said a lady. Okay, so what does a lady do? And no one can give me a, a definite answer on what a lady's expectation is, right? So if this man is doing the things that they're saying, they're um, giving me money when I need money, low on bills, they're cutting my grass, they are picking me up when I need them, taking my son to get their hair, his hair cut, um, taking my garbage out. If that's not husband duties, then what exactly is husband duties? I'm really confused on what it is that a husband does then. Um, and I asked that question, so what does a husband do that is different from being a gentleman? And no one could really answer that question. So I'm putting that question out there for you. So what is different between being a husband and being a gentleman? More when we come back. Are you looking for that last minute gift? Something special, something unique, something to put in the stocking that offers joy to your loved one? Well, head on over to leahlinette.com. Yes, yours truly. And grab you a unique piece of art. We have $10 prints. That's $10 for a unique piece of artwork that, you know, is perfect for the one that's hard to shop for. So head on over to leahlinette.com and grab your $10 print before it's too late. Now, if I expect a man to do all these things for me, I'm sure that the man expects something in return. This can be a one-way type of relationship, right? Because that doesn't work for anyone. And so I had a young lady say that, well, if I'm having sex with a man, then I expect him to do certain things for me. So is sex a transaction now? I'm just asking. Because honestly, I feel like 
sex is a transaction, marriage is a transaction, ladies, we use our vagina as a transaction a lot of times. Um, everything is transactional these days. If I do A, then you should do B for me. If I give you C, then I should receive D, <laughs> the D. <laughs> oh, I just did that. Didn't do it on purpose. Anyway, so it's very transactional. Um, like we're, we're putting in something and we would expect this in return. So if I'm having sex with you, then I expect you to do these gentlemanly duties. We're not going to call them husband duties. We're going to call them gentleman duties. I expect you to do these, but you shouldn't expect me to do wifely duties. I'm trying to understand and wrap my head around that, to be perfectly honest, not being judgy, but just trying to understand how we have a set of expectations for men, right? And a lot of y'all women probably be mad at me, but it's cool. I'm used to people being mad at me, <laughs> but tell me if I'm wrong. We have a set of expectations for men, we expect them to act a certain way. We expect them to do a certain thing towards us. We expect them to marry us within a certain amount of time or propose to us or we're going to leave. But what are the set of expectations that we have on ourselves as women? What is expected of us? If we're not going to do any wifely duties, but we expect the men to do all of this work, what are they benefiting from the relationship, to be perfectly honest? And if we put it that way, let's say that it's 100% balance, that both of us are holding back, right? We're not giving our all in a relationship because I'm not going to give you all of me because I'm not your wife. So I don't expect you to give you all of me because, you know, you're not my husband, so how do I know I even want to marry you, to be honest? How do I know that when we get married that <laughs> we're on the same page and we know what wifely and husbandly duties are? Um, all of that sounds very transactional and very business-like to me, which leads me to the question of what is marriage, right? In all actuality, what is marriage? If I ask that question to some people, some people say, oh, marriage is just a piece of paper. It's just a legal transaction. And here's that word again. It's a legal transaction saying that now we are bound to each other legally um, in the eyes of the government, right? I have certain rights as a wife. I have certain rights as a husband, a spiritual person will say to you, hey, this is a promise, right? A vow before God and our family that we're going to love each other and be a family union and be one with each other, right? We've made this promise to God that that's what we're going to do. My question is, nowadays, what is marriage? I, I, I honestly don't know what it is and what it means to people. Again, I go back to the transaction situation. And, and sometimes it seems like people think that getting married is going to make you happy. 
let's say this out loud, because a lot of times we think things and it sounds right in our head until we say it out loud. If I get married, I'm going to be happy. Like in America anyway, we have this real weird notion, fairy tale moment that, oh, when we get married, all is right with the world, that we're just all of a sudden become extremely happy and everything will be perfect. When in actuality, over 50% of marriages end in divorce, right? There's so much domestic violence, so much cheating, so much stuff that goes on within marriages. And why is that? If if we get married, everything will be perfect and everything is going to make us happy, right? Just because we get married. From my experience of talking to people that are married, to talking to people that are not married, to talking to people that are, have been in long-term, short-term relationships, All marriage does really is amplify what you already have, the connection that you already have with someone. So if you're not into doing wifely duties or husbandly duties, and I'm using air quotes because I don't know what those are. Those are not definites for me. If you're holding back, then you're going to hold back in the relationship once you're married. You're not magically all of a sudden going to become this perfect partner or this magical person that does everything that the other person wants, right? When you get married. If you're selfish while you're in the relationship and you're dating, then that's just going to amplify when you get married. Because what I have come to find or learn, and I can speak from this because I was married at one time, what I have learned is that when you get married, people get lax. That's what they do. They start showing their colors because they seem to think that it's harder to get rid of me now. (laughs) You know, you're married to me now. We're entangled for good now, right? So it's going to be harder to get rid of me. So let me test the things that I can and cannot do. Let me test these waters. Let me act like an asshole now because it's okay now because we're married. That's, That's what I find that actually happens. You know, when people get married, their true colors start to come out, right? But let's get back to the topic at hand, okay? How long is too long to wait on the ring? Everything is perfect in your relationship. You got a good man. You got a good woman. You're not missing anything in a relationship. Nothing is lacking on any front. It's just that particular time is up. So you're going to leave. You're going to walk away just because of time. I asked that question to the ladies in the salon. I said, hey, outside of time, what else determines if you're going to leave or if it's time to get married? Like, what else determines that? So we came up with time, of course, being the number one reason. Um, And then they also came up with a couple other reasons, other factors that come into it. Age being one. So it seems like the older you get, the less time you feel that you have to, quote, waste on dating or waste on relationships. My question is, what is wasteful about it? If you're spending time getting to know someone, learning yourself in the process, learning who they are and learning who you are with that person. What is the time that is being wasted? And people say, oh, I know what I want. 
they should know what they want, right? I'm not going to change my values or change my list of what I want in someone um, just because I want what I want, right? Um, and a lot of times I feel like that's what leaves us alone or bitter or settling for relationships um, just because that person asks us to marry them, right? There's a young lady that I spoke to. She was just broke up with uh, a man she was in a relationship with. And I asked, why did you break up? Well, because it's been a certain amount of time and he didn't ask me to marry him. So I had a conversation with him and said that, hey, we are going in two different directions. We don't want the same thing anymore. In game, it's not marriage apparently for you anymore. So we have to break up. Further down in the conversation, she says, well, I felt like I was giving, 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 and he was just taking, taking, taking. There was no um, no reciprocity, right? I was doing all the giving, and he was doing all the taking, and I couldn't take that anymore. And I brought it up. I said, hey, but I thought initially you said it was because his time was up and you weren't engaged, but now you're telling me that the real reason you broke up is because you feel like you was giving too much and he was taking, doing all the taking. He wasn't doing any giving. So my question to you is, if when you were having this conversation, hey, um, you know, I'm doing all the giving. If he would have said, you know what, 100% correct, will you marry me? you would have said yes. You would have been really, really excited because you got the ring and he shut you up with an engagement. <laughs> I've talked to some guys and they literally say that. Yeah, I propose not because it's something that I wanted to do, not because I take this seriously or not because I was ready at the moment, but because I know that's what she wanted. Or I know that if I didn't propose that I'm going to lose her. And some of you may think that that's perfectly fine. Like, yeah, then that means that he really wants her. Does it? Or does that mean that he's placating you? Does that mean that he's giving you what you want so he can continue to get what he wants out of the relationship? And is that okay for you? If that's okay for you, then hey, you know, it is what it is. This whole podcast is just so you can sit back and think, you know, about all these societal pressures that we have on us, especially as um, women, especially as minority women. We already have so many outside forces on us, right? So many societal pressures and assumptions and things that we have to deal with on a daily basis. And for some reason, we as women put extra shit on us, right? Like we don't have enough to deal with in our everyday lives. So now I have to sit down and think about, oh, fuck, my man hadn't proposed to me and it's been two years. What the fuck is wrong with me, right? Because everybody's going to say something is wrong. Something is going on. Oh, he don't really love you. Or, oh, he cheating on you. Or, what are you doing? You don't know how to lock your man in. You don't know how to keep your man. Why do we do that to each other? Why is the way that I think or I feel projected on somebody else's relationship? So now for the part that I promised you in the beginning. 14 years. Yes, I have been in a relationship with my boyfriend for 14 years. No, we are not engaged. 
No, we are not married, but yes, we are happy as hell. We've been together longer than some people have been dating, engaged, and married, and divorced, and remarried. So, <laughs> y'all can understand my point of view um, throughout this podcast. And trust me, it has changed. It hasn't always been the same. And it has been a process and a journey. I still have my moments um, where I'm like, yeah, I want to get married. Let's get married. Why we haven't gotten married? Like, what's going on, right? Out of a million and one questions, just like everybody else has a million and one questions. But it always boils down to me being real and honest with myself. Because at the end of the day, that is all that matters, right? If I can live with myself, look myself in the mirror, and truly be happy with whatever decisions that I have made. And so there has been point in times in our relationship where I have to have a come to Jesus meeting with my damn self. And it's like, okay, Leah, if nothing ever changes in this relationship, right? If we never get engaged, if we never get married, am I okay with it? Am I okay with exactly how the relationship is right now and nothing ever changes? And my answer is yes. I mean, it's good to me. I have a wonderful relationship. We laugh. We have fun. We respect each other. We honor each other. We love each other tremendously. There's nothing in this world that I am lacking for. And I can truly say that for the first time, right? So in my contradictions meeting, Leah, are you good? Fuck yes. I am good, right? So Fuck it, what everybody else is saying. Especially, hell, me too, right? If you're in a relationship and you're listening to this and you're like, hmm, every relationship is not going to be the same. We have to define our own relationships, figure out what's good for us, what works for us. And that changes depending on the person that we're with. We have to have these open communication um, discussions with our partner to figure out, hey, what is it that you want out of life? What is it that I want out of life? And how can we get those things together? How can we grow together? How can we mature together? And what is going to work for us as a couple? Because what works for me, being in a relationship for 14 years, might not work for you. You might need the six-month situation. That might absolutely 100% work for you. But the problem is, is you don't let the person you know that you're in a relationship with, that that's what's going to work for you, right? So we have to make sure that we have these communications, these conversations with our significant others. So we're not having these expectations that the other person doesn't know that we have, right? We're setting ourselves up for failure sometimes in relationships because we have these imaginary expectations that the other person doesn't know that we assume that they know or we say that they should know and then we allow outside pressures or outside judgment dictate what's going on in our relationship be happy that's the whole point right of being in a relationship not to make outside people happy not to make your parents happy make yourself happy you and your partner what is going to make you happy a set amount of time does not determine your happiness, right? If you want to be married in a certain amount of time, what happens when, when life happens? Someone loses their job, someone gets sick, someone moves. Shit happens, right? We got this whole pandemic going on, right? What happens if you're in a long distance relationship and you can't see each other, but you still counting down that time clock. Are you still supposed to get engaged? Are you still supposed to get married under uncertain times when shit in life happens? Is it just because the time is up? 
like the timer. Oop, the cake is done. Take it out the oven. Is that how we are? Is that, is that how we expect our relationships to be? Now I'm going to get more in detail about my own relationship um, in the next upcoming episodes because I'm excited because Eric, my boyfriend, is excited to go ahead and come on a podcast with us. So it's going to be a great couple episodes. We're going to dive right into our 14 year relationship. Your relationship. If y'all got some questions, go to Anchor, leave me a voicemail or hit me up on email and let me know what you want to talk about because it's all about being real. We're going to dive into our relationships. We're going to dive into his theories about dating, um, you know, get all in our shit because that's what the podcast is for, right? If I can't be real with you about what we got going on, then what the fuck am I really doing? Anyway, so how long is too long waiting on the rain? That's up to you. Have a come to Jesus meeting with yourself. Make sure that you're open and honest with your partner and do what makes you happy.